Hey everyone, I'm Daniela Diaz. I'm a reporter at CNN covering Capitol Hill. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, January 18th. The CDC reports the Omicron variant now accounts for 99.5% of COVID-19 infections in the last week, and the debate over masks in schools is heating up. The guidance on masking in schools from the CDC is as follows. The CDC recommends, quote, universal indoor masking for all teachers, staff, students, and visitors to K-12 through schools, regardless of their vaccination status or the area's transmission rates. Adding that, quote, the benefits of mask wearing are well established. But the newly inaugurated Republican governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, rejected that notion in recent executive action he's taken. In his order, Governor Youngkin writes, quote, Many children wear masks incorrectly, providing little to no health benefit. The masks worn by children are often ineffective because they are made from cloth material and they are often not clean, resulting in the collection of impurities, including bacteria and parasites. The executive action doesn't take effect until January 24th. The CDC updated its guidance on masks last week, recommending that Americans wear the most protective mask or respirator they can find that fits well and that they will wear consistently. The agency says loosely woven cloth products provide the least protection, but wearing two masks, a cloth mask on top of a disposable one, increases that protection. Listen to Dr. Bernard Ashby from Florida explain why cloth masks can still be used. They don't really prevent you from getting the infection, but any protection is better than no protection because it actually decreases uh, the severity of your illness, but also uh, your transmissibility to other folks. Youngkin is one of many Republicans who have focused on giving parents more agency in pandemic-related decision-making during his campaign. So these moves Youngkin's making on the first days of his administration are no surprise. Here was Youngkin over the weekend talking about schools who disagree with the executive order. The audio is from Nick Ionelli of WTOP News. And if there's one thing that hopefully everybody heard in November is it is time to listen to parents. So over the course of this week, I hope they will listen to parents because we will use every resource within the governor's authority to explore what, we're, what we can do and will do in order to make sure that parents' rights are protected. Several school districts in more blue areas of the Commonwealth immediately responded to Youngkin by saying they will defy his new order on masks. They include Arlington, Fairfax, and Henrico counties. The Fairfax County Public School Superintendent said in a statement it will defy the executive order because universal mask wearing is, quote, in alignment with CDC guidance. Arlington Public Schools said in a statement about its decision, quote, Universal mask use has proven effective in keeping COVID-19 transmission rates low in our schools and ensuring schools remain safe and open. Listen to a parent from Loudoun County, a county Youngkin did not win last November. I feel like we have multiple layers of mitigation already in our schools, and one of them is the mask mandate. And so, you know, that's really the choice that I see here is do we keep masks or do we run the risk of going back to virtual learning? Another Republican governor, Larry Hogan of Maryland, said on CBS this weekend they've had masks in schools for more than a year. But now we're, we're having an even bigger reach because we realize that these masks are much more protective and that we've got a much more contagious uh, variant that's spreading not only across our state but across the country. But Youngkin is not the first Republican governor to face pushback on schools and masks. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis issued a similar executive order to Youngkin's last summer 
saying that only parents can choose whether their children wear masks to school. And then in November, the GOP-controlled state legislature agreed on a ban on school mask mandates, which DeSantis then signed into law. But DeSantis's ban on masks in schools led to a lot of legal back and forth in the state, which could be an indicator of what's to come for Youngkin. Many Florida parents have focused on lawsuits where adults on school properties have to wear masks. Even when the current Omicron surge subsides, the conversation about how much control parents should have in the daily decision-making of schools is likely to remain a political issue in the coming years. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said after Youngkin's victory that these types of issues will play a prominent role in the 2022 midterms. The party is framing these issues surrounding schools and masks as a broader culture war. And after Youngkin's win, several Republicans said they valued focusing on parents in Republican campaign messaging. Here was McCarthy the day after Youngkin won. Oh, I, I think education is always a top priority, but I think the one thing you will find is the Republican Party will be the party of education. That's it for today's political briefing. I'm Daniela Diaz, and thanks so much for listening. Please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.